We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Neil Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, RX Cowbell, Monster, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Titus Andromedon, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Zach, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and Matthew Evans. If you'd like to join our list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota episode 383 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, episode 383. I am your host, Jim, and I am joined by none other than Arian. That's me. Hi, Jim. Hey, Arian. How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I've been very busy the past week. Really? Bit, yeah. I, I started an internship, Ooh. and they had, like, right at the start, they had, like, a big uh, gala. Is that a word in... Yeah, 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 like a had, like a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kind of like that. Not you. They, nobody danced, but I would still call it a gala. So that was okay. pretty busy. You know? The we like Dota League drama. Uh, big, big things uh, happening this week. So much, so much. What did you wear to the gala? Uh, so the the dress code was business casual. I just put on a you know a nice well fitting shirt. Uh, okay. And, uh, not a jeans, but like I didn't want to put on like a pants dress. I didn't want to, you know, go full suit up because it was business casual, obviously. So just like some, you know, dark jean type pants that are a bit more cheek than you know blue jeans. Okay, that's I look fair. Good. All right. Yeah, and we may also be joined by <laughs> Sam Trilling in a moment, but I believe he's currently engaged in a fight to the death with a techies, mm, yeah, uh, which still you know? apparently. Uh, can draw games out very long. Uh, so we may see him soon. I have not attended any galas. That's because you're lame, Jim. Nah, I know. Just, kidding. I... just kidding. You're not lame. I love you, Jim. Thanks, Arian. I love you too. But um, yeah, not a lot of opportunities for galas. I yeah, I don't I don't attend almost anything. Um, but. I played quite a bit of Dota. You did? And without me? Yes, some of it was without you. Uh, do you want to talk about how Dota made us feel this week? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. I'm sure you're aware uh, we had the charity show match against Team Digital to benefit the Blue Bell Woods uh, Children's Hospice. Uh, you took part in that, but I was unable to do so. How was that? What What was your experience like? Uh, it was great. So last year, it was just uh, two games against us. Uh, this year it was we were the starting two games and then I believe it was just three games uh, in the team digital community which is the community oh, okay. we nice. do this charity match with <clears throat> game one I was very happy about I got to bust out the mid clockwork Ooh. Oh, I had a great time Jim uh, 
I rushed Midas, which, you know, that kind of secured my farm. Then I went okay. into Travels, Orchid, Bloodthorn, uh, Agonims, BKB. That one was kind of cringe, but it was a stretch goal, I believe, that you put in that I need to buy BKB. It, no, I, I put it in the stretch goal. You have to buy as many BKBs oh, uh, as you, for okay, each BKB see, you buy. I, I will donate money. Uh, all right. So what was the maximum? Six, right? Uh, five. 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 So game one, I only bought one BKB. I was like, damn. Okay. I'm right. tryharding so much. So game two, I thought, I need a hero that I can, you know, still have some fun in this match in. But I also need ungodly amounts of like you know farming capability because I needed to buy four BKBs in one match to <laughs> max out the the donations for all those chick sick children. Um, so I yep. played AM mid, um, which I've done. I'll get into this a bit later. I've done to decent success uh, in other situations. Uh, all right. I went Battle Fury, Ags, Manta. And then I bought four BKBs. <laughs> and then in the end, Excellent. because uh, supposedly I needed to have them in my inventory. So people were telling me. I ended the game in my inventory with, a, I mean, an eaten axe, but that's not in my inventory, obviously. Um, True. Four BKBs, a Moonshard, and a Battle in my inventory. Um, okay, I think that's standard play for AM. Yes. I think the biggest flex here, though, is in both games, out of five BKBs total... I didn't use a single BKB charge, Jim. I <laughs> ended the game with four BKBs in my inventory, literally just for stats. Never used magic immunity once. So oh, that was my great. my little act of rebellion against your despicable challenge. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's just that you're, you're showing the stat efficiency of the BKB, the passive stat efficiency. Did you win? Yeah, we won both games. Oh, good. Right. I mean, Ursi, he was tryharding. It was kind of kind of cringe. So, really, what? What? Uh, I I haven't actually had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, everybody, I think it's available on Twitch.tv slash Juvu. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juvu casted them. All right, Starcaster. Yeah, big star. Dude. Getting all the finals. Yes. Yeah. So we'll certainly get to that. Um, what else have you done uh, with AM? You you mentioned it. So I th done quite a bit. think we already, I already touched on this, but I've been dabbling, I will say, in the occasional mid-AM where you go, you know, uh, Diffusion Blade, Manta, um, and then mostly eggs and just stats and just ignore the Belfry outright. Uh, obviously, you really? farm a bit slower, but I've still been surprised that once you have a lot of stats, you still farm like pretty quick right you still have great mobility to get to camps quick uh, a decent yeah quick. Uh, but it's mostly just you know it's fun it's something new it's fresh uh i love the eggs you can make so many cool spells with that especially since if people try to use spells on the illusion you can make a great initiation of that right because counter spell it like gets replicated on the illusions that you spawn with the eggs yeah, so explain exactly what it does for listeners. The eggs, so this is called blink fragments. Um, so you basically blink an illusion that does the blink animation. So unless you like hitting the illusion, there's no way to tell if you know that's a real AM or an illusion blinking at you. Um, and it's a three charge ability where you know you can blink three illusions. Uh, 
out there. Uh, they're not controllable, so they just attack the nearest target and stick on it. Uh, they last for seven seconds and deal 25% damage, which is honestly pretty good for an illusion. Like, late game, you can definitely use these to farm all, all kinds of camps. But huh. mostly what I think this is useful for is AM, right? He's a bit uh, vulnerable, even when he has items. You know, if you blink into a fight and it's not a good situation for you, you may very well get bursted before your blink comes up again. This blink yeah, sure. fragment ability, it allows you to kind of... First of all, I think this is the, the Dark Willow classic. It adds mental strain to the enemy that's hard to deal with because you're constantly, yeah. you know, have these AMs blinking on you. Uh, and if you react wrong, you know, if it's a real one, you might just die. But if you overreact on an illusion and, you know, use too many spells on it, you might just die as well because, you know, it's just an illusion. Uh, but it's also good for draining mana from, like, tanky heroes uh, that you don't want to really be in on uh, yourself. Uh, yeah, good, 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 good mix of... Very versatile eggs, I will say. It. You can make a, a lot of cute plays with it. Uh, hmm. I so had a, the, yes, yes, yeah. Sorry, I just want to. So you you click on someone that makes the illusion, and that illusion does the mana break and all the stuff too, right? Yes, yes, yes. It does everything you do, and you know the 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 active component to counterspell. If you press yeah. that, uh, it gets replicated on the illusion. <laughs> So oh yeah, okay, that like, was my question. Yeah. So you you when you activate it, it also goes on the illusion. Yeah. So let's say cool. there's like a lion, you know, uh who sees this illusion. It's like, oh, I'm gonna mana drain this to kill it instantly. Uh if you replicate with counterspell, then suddenly this lion's getting double mana drained. He's getting sucked by the illusion. Uh actually I don't know if he, if that works that way. But you know what I mean, right? You know, avenge using yeah. a stun on that, you just reflect it. And you can combo that, right? You blink the fake in. People use a spell on it, maybe out of uh, you know misplay. You reflect that, and then you bring the the real AM in on the stun target or stuff like that. Um, super, oh, super, very cool. super, super nice. Uh, I had a insanely fun game on mid AM. I believe it was a turbo even. Where let me check. Was this a turbo? Yeah, it was a turbo. I got a triple kill that made me. I think this is the most amount of XP I've ever gotten. Like. Uh, I was, like, holding on in that game as mid-AM, but my team was getting owned a bit. And I killed, like, really high-level Timbersaw, Quop, and Spectre with, like, one juicy 2.5k damage mana void on the Timbersaw. Mm. And it gave me 4k gold, and it made me go from level 20 to level 27 in, like, three seconds. It was so satisfying. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That's, that was definitely the, the highlight. Uh, from my week. I should clip that, actually. It was so cool. Yeah. And I mean... That sounds like a good one. I died immediately after, because I was like 200 HP, barely got out before. Um, but I was like, it definitely was worth it, right? For, you know, 4k gold, 7 levels, that's definitely <laughs> worth dying for, even as an AM. 7 levels? I can't even believe that. Yeah, and not like, oh, I went from level 10 to 17, right? 20 to 27, dude. That's so much XP just from three kills. <laughs> it was turbo, right? It was turbo. You have to you know, mention that. Yeah, but true. Still true. funny. Still funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot figure out turbo games. I do not understand them. Well, Aaron, I'm happy to tell you about my week in Dota, but 
We are now joined by Sam, who has uh, resolved his game against the techies that he was stuck in. Yes, yeah, we we really were stuck in that game for a while, and, <laughs> and the breakthrough was magnificent, I gotta say. Jesus! Ugh. I didn't watch the end, but you're ending the game with three divines in your inventory? <laughs> yeah, do we want to talk about that real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think we gotta hear these feelings first. Go ahead. So, so... I bought my first divine it. Okay, let's see. I I bought it before sixty minutes or like right around sixty minutes. Uh, yeah, right. 50, 58 minutes. Um, I immediately went to a fight and pretty much lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like kind of behind a tree, and we had a venge on our team that had that was uh doing some like illusion shenanigans. So they really got distracted and didn't realize. <laughs> so uh, I come back without you know after my die back. So it's like over a minute long because this like. Uh, 60 minutes into the game and get the rapier and in that time i almost have enough gold to buy a second rapier and so i do after i push out some waves and i'm near the enemy secret shop and i see gyro's courier fly over no way and i'm like oh <laughs> well i guess that he's trying to right rapier race me too he just saw that i like showed on a wave and i have two rapiers and he says okay i need i need a gy- i need to double down because he's been ahead of most of the game, but now that I have these divines, there's like a, a chance to kill him. Um, and I'm just sitting there silver-edged till the, almost the last tick, and I finally see his courier dash back, and I get the one click I need to get my third rapier. <laughs> so, Damn, yeah. And nice. I, so I got three rapiers in the span of about two or three minutes. Nice. Alright, you won yeah. the game? Was it worth won it, the Sam? Game. It was it was absolutely worth. It. That was a very fun game. I, even I though could, I had to trash lane. I could see that uh, turning the game. Yeah, the the addition of nine hundred damage to uh, one hero. On one I team. crit. I crit for like twenty two hundred or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really ridiculous. All right, cool. Very silly game. Glad it was worth it, Sam. Making us wait. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Nah, it's and okay. Not gotten, not gotten to play a lot of Dota, so. Taking my chances. Oh, sounds like that was one hell of a game, at least. Yeah, it, it, it was a good one. But most of my games have not been that great. So. Speaking of hell, Jim, tell us about your weekend order. I know every time you play, it's kind of like hell. Your personal hell. No, honestly, this this last week has been pretty positive. Ooh, that's new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been yeah I, I guess after WLTL I started like you know winning pubs at, at a decent clip not kind of not like a straight win streak but doing pretty well. Would you say you have improved through WLDL? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. What have you learned? Uh I think just kind of like playing with the team and understanding like the the flow of the game. Mm. Um sounds very absurd. I'm sorry, what? Sounds very abstract, but, you know, it may still be valid. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, not learning, like, facts about heroes or builds or anything. Um, just kind of like a deeper understanding of, like, the way the game goes and timings and stuff like that. Uh, our team plays in a very kind of particular way through the fact that we have Praetor that played mid for us. He's, uh, he's very all in that guy. And so he creates a lot of space 
And so we play kind of like our game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so playing carry, I think I got better at just kind of understanding where's safe, where's not safe, um, where we should be pushing, looking at the mini map and trying to figure out like where stuff is going to happen. Would you think you're, are you finding yourself more mentally resilient as well? Yeah, maybe. I think, but I think that is like, just like who I'm playing with, to be quite honest, like, Everyone, everyone on the team is just like super chill, and so even if there's just like complete disasters and the game is like a complete disaster, we're all just kind of laughing about it. So I don't know if if I'm more resilient or just the environment I'm playing in creates less uh, stress. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, you you chose good friends to play then. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think the season was a, a, a big success. I mean, we came in fourth out of, out of like, what, six or seven teams uh, in the bracket by the end. Mm. But we had fun, like, every time we played. That's cool. That's, that's all we wanted. I mean, we even won some games. Can we say that of our team, Sam? Did we have fun every time we played? Um, I had fun, I think. I yeah I had fun most times I played most times okay and when I didn't it was like due to my own performance which is you know I can't really put that yeah. on anybody else just be better law <laughs> alright sorry um <laughs> I've heard you've been dabbling in some secret sorcery um some yeah. per persuasion you could say some yeah I guess some religious fanaticism. Some yeah, keeping? also, yeah, also in Dota, um, I decided to play Chen one of the days recently. <gasps> Chen. Yeah, so, I mean, normally, I, I played some Axe, I played a couple other things, but then, uh, I don't know, we got in, I think we were a four stack, and Prater usually plays mid, and the, the rando just like insta indicates that he wants to play mid. Mm -hmm. So like, well, all right. That's me. And then, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, Prater, why don't you play carry and I'll, I'll support you. And then I have, I redid my heroes list, my hero, like, uh, display. The grid. After WLDL. Um, just to be, like, the heroes I kind of want to play, like, regardless of position. Mm -hmm. And Chen is up there. So I picked Chen to go uh, lane with Prater. Prater was... Uh, Phantom Assassin, and I played Chen 5. And we were, who were we up against? We were up against the Bristleback Wind Ranger. And we just, like, chain killed them for eight minutes. Yeah, that, uh, you'll do that sometimes, PSN. <laughs> it was, it was pretty glorious. I took, uh, I took level one Divine Favor. Because I thought there's just going to be a lot of fighting and, and clicking on stuff just to help out. And then I went, you know, Holy Persuasion, of course. And I got one of those uh, those ghosts that slow from the yeah. small camp. I hate those little God. rats, dude. They're so annoying. It must have been so miserable for these other people that we were against. <laughs> because, like, I just, like, you know, move the thing up and attack them and then I attack them and then I go back and they have to run past the thing but they can't run past the ghost they attack the ghost they move the ghost back 
Um, and we got him down really low. And then I ended up, I think I went into the jungle or found a courier or something and got to level three. And then I had the slowing ghost and the purge creep. Ooh. Yeah, the perma slow creep, basically. Five yeah. Five second purge on a five second cooldown. Yeah, it turns out um, Wind Ranger will just die to PA anytime she shows if you have yep. a purge creep. Absolutely. <laughs> and like Praetor, and like I ended the, the laning phase like three kills, like four assists. Like Praetor was like, you know, four and three. Um, and we just like, kind of ran over the game uh, just from that incredible beginning. I did get a shard and I had some uh, ancients. Best groups in the game? Yeah, they were a lot of fun. The dragon, uh, the dinosaur. I My thing was, and I want to talk to you about it because I've heard you've played some Chen. It's true. I had like no idea what to do in like the mid game. Like mid to late Sam game doesn't other either. than like nah, I'm just kidding. I'm running. Just kidding. Like I would, I'd send ancients up like the other lane. Um, just like fireball the wave and keep everything pushed in. Yep. And that's a that's about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a, that's like ninety percent of the job. Is like if you get the shard on Chen, it becomes really difficult to deal with you just kind of casually cutting waves, especially if you hit the twenty talent at any point. It's like actually impossible to kill the the dragon and stuff. So you can just fireball a wave and keep it cut with like very little. Uh, showing your neck and then you can look to Roche you can look to play behind your team you can look to split push um, it all kind of depends on the game yeah I found it it was yeah. what what, what exactly did I build here let me look um, yeah I went to Boots of Bearing uh, then I built a Vlad's because like why not yeah because I'm like just walking around behind. Because we had a Kunkka, and then Praetor was in Phantom Assassin. I was just kind of like walking around behind them. Yeah, this um, is the five man mode. I feel like maybe you could have gotten a mech, but it's not particularly good this game, I would say. I think I kind of like your items. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, we like just absolutely ran. Like once I got hit, you know, level five or God forbid seven, we just like ran down every lane. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's um, happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, it yeah, I was excited to play Chen. Yeah, I got a Philosopher's Stone. Ended up with a lot of farm. Are you going to yeah, play more Chen in the future, Sam? Uh, Jim? Yeah, I'll play Chen. Hell yeah. It's fun to... It's, I mean, microwing is always fun. And, like, the impact you can have in a lane is a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a very high variance. Depends on the creeps you get. Depends on the how good the opponent is so, in terms of blocking and stuff. Can I? Th this mm. is probably really obvious, and I'm gonna sound stupid asking this, but I still know Chen like as the I will grief your lane, but then I'm gonna be good later hero. Is that not the case anymore? That's... Is he like a good laner now? I think it's almost entirely wrong. So like, it's different later. Now. Later is is often his weak spot. Yeah, but I mean, like, Actually. obviously before, you know, a couple patches ago, he was, like, he had this timing, you know, at, like, whatever, level 5 or something. But, you know, the the first mm -hmm. levels, you, like, kind of offer nothing to a lane. Um, is is um, that still I don't think it's n the case? I don't think it's nothing, but it's weird. It's not a like, lot still. 
I've been watching like pros play Chen, and I think that this divine favor is is the like the level one skill most people is are it? getting. Sometimes penitence if it's if it one it armor being, like, and one point five region. Yeah, basically because you're just going to sit there on the wave and like help deny and right click the enemy. Right, and so penitence yeah. like the, it's hard to utilize mm. sometimes, especially if you like a melee safe laner. Um, and then holy persuasion is like griefable, like if you don't get the any of the camps for some reason, you don't get the small camp really. Um, but at one minute you're kind of screwed, and you don't really want to use it before one minute because you can only take lane griefs. Mm. So right. I I am very hesitant as well. To pick up this divine favor level one, but I've even seen pros go like one zero one, which I think is insane. So I, I wow. think yeah, that's yeah, weird. yeah, it's a super weird um, way. But like sometimes the creeps just aren't that impactful early. Like if you happen to know what they are already, or don't have the opportunity to stack, or you're just able to like play the lane. A lot of the times, you can just get away with like being aggro in the lane on Chen. It's I I've definitely screwed up a lot of lanes based on like. Uh, my insistence on wanting to do one thing, but, but I think Damn. Chen is like you. You have to think a lot about the dynamics. Your of boy, the lane, like how your boy has some good win rates right now. Yeah, very good here. Chen, I'm yeah. impressed. Well, like no one plays him unless they like definitely want to play. Yeah, he's not. Like, I mean, there's like hard to play heroes that are like fun and exciting, <laughs> and I don't think Chen is that. I mean, I, whoa, I think whoa, it's whoa, fun whoa, whoa, whoa. and it's exciting to do Even it, but... I think Chen is fun and exciting. And I think that heroes... I don't want to lane with it. That's all I'm saying. I think people... I, I think, again, it, it comes from a lack of understanding about how the hero works. And, like, it's a communication thing. Yeah, like, do you... Like, what? what is the experience that you hate? Like, I would think a Chen player would grab a creep. Whatever it was. Like, a, a jungle creep of some kind. And just, like mess up the people you're laning against. Uh, I hate when you can't do that. Oh, are you asking A2K? I think it was us. I was asking A2K, like, because he's like, I hate it, it griefs my lane. Like, so, I mean, like, describe not, the It griefing. doesn't always grief my lane, right? There's, like, uh, situations where, let's say the enemy has a weak lane, and you can actually kill them with a slow creep. Then Shen can be great. But there's other situations where, like, I pick a weak carry... And then I have a Chen on my lane. Yeah. Like, let's say an AM, right? So during the time, uh, if I'm against a strong earthling, during the time that Chen, like, leaves at, you know, level 2 or something to get a creep, I will, like, just lose 400 HP without trading a single point of HP back. And then Chen's, like, back, like, oh, yeah, I'm here now. Uh, but it's only level 1 creep. So, so he can't do that much. You know, I salve up. I lose a whole wave in the beginning. And then... It just starts off terrible, and from there, like it, it can't get much, much better. I think a lot of that is like awareness of like both you and your supports positioning, as well as like the where the lane is. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm not a noob, because... right? I won't feed while you're leaving me alone for two minutes, but yeah. uh, I will still, you know, pay bear the consequences of losing a lot of HP and not getting that crucial early farm. Yeah, I mean, there, there are ways to definitely mitigate that, though. And, uh, like, to manipulate... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, more defensive maybe way. Chen is, like, better now. That's what I'm asking, right? If he's, like, less... I grief your lane for, no, for a higher purpose well, than he used to be. I, I mean, I, I, like... 
I think fundamentally that like if you view if you view Chen's impact as that, then no, nothing about the hero has really changed. He's like slightly better because more creeps are more effective. But like that's it's just not griefing your lane. You just have to like understand to do something else if the lane is too far out and you can't contest it. I will it. go or, jungle at level two. Like, during that time. No, I, I, I just mean be creative in the sense that you could be <laughs> yeah. like operating a pull during that time, or you could defensively aggro two creeps away to stall the lane in front of your tower and to prevent them from being able to go on you because there's two other creeps that have already pushed out the wave. Like, I, because you take the creep at one minute, fundamentally, there's only only two places the wave can be, right? The wave is either pushed out because you forced pushed it out to get level two, or it's back in front of your tower because you're managing the equilibrium. And if you're being, getting dived under your tower... You know, that's like not a me problem, to a degree. Like, uh, like me standing there, yeah, it helps to like get them off of you, but you shouldn't be getting dove that hard if you're positioning the correct way. Yeah. There. So then it's about like what you do if the creep wave is pushed out, and at that point, you either need to have level two or go to the large camp and like manipulate it in some way, or like look for the support if they try to yeah. contest I mean, the small. Maybe camp. I don't want to get too deep into the Chen talk, but th this may yeah. just be my 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 degenerate core brain speaking right but if the yeah. correct move for me at like level two is to not you know farm the lane but like pull a pull a camp and miss the lane in the process uh it's it doesn't feel that that good for my game at least and you could stay in xp range and what after that 30 second period uh, 25 second period or whatever where it takes me to get a creep and come back to the lane um, we can just dominate and yeah. be strong. But that's a that's right? a maybe, right? That doesn't always happen. There's like heroes that are good against Chen still. <sighs> Very combative. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to like, trying to explain to you how this hero uh, works. And, maybe and you're, and you're like, well, if I feed 400 HP during when you leave, then I'm gonna have a bad lane. I'm like, well, but you could know. just not do that. And you're like, well, then I'm not doing. I'm not optimally farming one minute thirty seconds into the game, and yeah, so I'm I mean, gonna lose I'm my not, game, okay. which is not how that works. I, I didn't want to stay on. The, I, I'm not. Uh, well, I'm saying you can. I'm not upset or about like not farming one minute thirty in a given game. That's totally fine. But if that one minute thirty uh, is within the first five minutes, where you know matters that much more than any other part of the game, me farming for one minute thirty, uh, then you better you know you better have a good reason for denying me that farm. Uh, You're talking about a maximum of two creeps, and no, right. like with proper play. I don't know if that's true. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Like like I'm talking about the specific timing where like you don't like that I leave. At that one moment where you were where you were weak, and that is the level one moment, right? And I'm telling you that you have two options. I mean, it's level to keep the lane back so that you can't be do. It's dove, level two, or right? You shove the wave out to get to you get your level. Isn't two. that level yeah, two whatever. now? The level one of holy persuasion, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. Is that you? Is at that point you just need to play carefully, and and recognize that those are the two situations. You yes, can be but in. okay. I'm not sure if this is good content, but my point is not like, oh, I will... I, I'm enjoying it. Like, Michael Jackson eating popcorn duck Okay, okay, like that's, okay. That's so me sitting here. My my point is not that I will feed if you leave me for, you know, at level two to get a creep. You know, I can, yeah. you know, have the awareness that you're going away uh, and play more passively. But my, you know, my, my gripe here is that if, I, if you leave, even if I don't die, right, I still get punished quite heavily for that time in a crucial early timing. Uh, 
And in some situations, that may very well be worth it, but in some it might not. So it's always a risk. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, hating on you playing Chen, right? I've been in situations where it pays off greatly that you leave me for, you know, a minute or something. Yeah, you come back and we get two kills and suddenly I'm like top net worth. But then in other situations, uh, I, I, I get punished heavily for you leaving and then you come back and maybe, you know, we still feed or I still can't farm because I'm low and we don't have regions or a million other reasons. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, cr- to offer you creative options on how to avoid that. And if you don't want me to go do that, well, then you fundamentally, like, uh, like if I have, I've already picked Chen. Like this is how we're, we're playing the game to a degree. Um, I think that there's like something to be said about like considering, like like literally considering the positioning of Chen. Right? Let's imagine that you are about to like receive a wave. Like it's like the second or third wave that is has come down the lane, and you have a decision, basically, of where you want to farm it. And so the the idea is that you can like pull the you can make the creep waves meet, especially if you have like a quelling blade and cut down trees in a place that is closer to the small camp, if that's like a concern of yours then. And this way I'm like never outside of like 800 units of mm. you. Like you're potentially yeah. affected by divine favor the entire time. I guess. Which is a majority of my impact. I guess I'm just a hater. One with, or level two without a creep. I guess I'm just a hater to my core, dude. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to like, like, I, like, uh, it's just like a, it's like being, I don't know, like it's it's just a fundamental part of the hero, and like it's like if you're laning with Doom as a four, right? And Doom's like, okay, I'm gonna go get the like the the creep from the camp, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna go devour it, and then you're like Wah. the four, you're like, wait, I can't last hit now because you're not here last hitting with me, and it's like, well, yeah, but he did just get like a hundred gold, and you got solo XP off of like one or two creeps like altogether the trade is not that bad i got a creep which is another ability which makes me more useful in lane which gives us more trading potential which you know etc etc like the app it it does outweigh the the benefit okay so i'm sorry for switching trains of thought so much right is chen like good in the late game now Mm, i mean i'm sure his scaling is still worse than most other heroes but that's just given, right? Because yeah. he relies on creeps, which fall off in relation to heroes. But yeah. is he, like, at a point where, you know, you can have good impact even in the late game if you know your hero? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Especially, there's, like, some... He has a lot of weird tools now. Like, the... Basically, like, the ags is yeah, a huge the strongest tool spell. now. Like, strongest spell oh, for your old yeah. team is pretty crazy. At this point, his ulti is, like, a crazy amount of feeling, right? With the yeah, what is it? The it's eight hundred oh, wow, yeah. eight hundred healing without yeah. the talent. The ten second linger where you get a healing over time. Yeah, and the the talent puts it to eleven hundred healing. That's so, a lot. So yeah, you you do a lot, and you're very good at like five manning and playing with playing with your team. I don't know. I'm not particularly great on the hero of this patch, I think. It's a little bit different from what I'm used to on Chen because there's like a number of like pushing creeps that are just OP. Like the only I, I haven't played too many games, but the only like silly moment this week that I had, I was playing a game where my team took a a four on five engagement on their high ground at the bottom racks. And then meanwhile, I one of those uh troll summoners 
and a, <laughs> yeah. a billion skeletons, Solo took the entire mid-racks <laughs> and one of the T4s. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing Enchantress, you know, one of those. So on Chen, the idea that you can have four of those, all of the rally damage stacking is, is pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I was never able to do that in my game because we're up against the Bristleback. Yeah, he clears them pretty easily. Yeah, he cleared all the skeletons really quickly. I did get him like once or twice and I had like nine or twelve, I forget what it was. I'm like, oh, yeah. here it comes, here it comes. And Bristle's like, he just has an ags and he just like knocks out the skeletons in like two casts. I'm like, oh. Chen's pretty interesting against that hero now though with like a couple more breaks in the game and stuff. Oh yeah, I never thought of like getting the break creep. Yeah, it's pretty good. I bet. Yeah, Chen's fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like using the crocodile mummy outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then putting him on the gorilla. <laughs> so he's like um, a guy dressed like a crocodile riding What do you use preferably, cool. Sam? The crocodile or the gorilla? You have both, right? I do have both. I use the crocodile oh. currently. I use the full crocodile set. The crocodile set's very good. The full crocodile's very good, too. Yeah, they just need to give this hero a taunt, most importantly. Yeah, it's definitely disappointing. So, uh, I just want to talk about one other game. Uh, have you, you guys, like, you know, Dota is, you know, they always say, like, you, you, you play one fantastic game early in your Dota life, and you spend the rest of your time playing trying to reach that high again <laughs> that's very cynical way to look at it but i've heard <laughs> yeah. that before but i think i think it resonates um, i i got to play one of those games again like it was so good we did it was uh me prater ray uh who who i, I saw in person ray minus uh, podcast listener uh, with my WLDL team came to uh, New Jersey. We had dinner oh, with that's him. cool. All the way from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, and then Titus Andromeda. Wait, so he came from Canada to play dinner, uh, to eat dinner with you? No, he, he was just there. came to, on a business trip okay, and happened okay, to be nearby. Okay. So we took him out to dinner. <laughs> but uh, the five of us, we got into a game and... I decided to play Arc Warden because I've been successful with Arc Warden. Uh, Greg played his his characteristic Warlock. Uh, Ray played Axe for the first time in like a while. Uh, we had a Silencer and Ogre Magi. And like, I think every Arc Warden game is exactly the same. Or at least it feels exactly the same to me. Where like, early on, you're just like getting last hits. I was safe lane. Then there's a period of time when you're absolutely miserable and you're like, we're just going to lose because my hero doesn't do anything. And then there's a random point where the enemy core doesn't kill your clone when it's like off in another lane. And then they don't kill you for the rest of the game and you win. <laughs> and uh, we had that. It was great. We were up against a, a, an offlane storm spirit. Which it looked like he was just like the high MMR guy with his stack of friends, and someone else had jumped on mid, 
so he played off lane. But like once he hit six, I basically couldn't show on the map. He would just like kill me. Um, but throughout like the entire game, everybody like did everything perfectly. Like Ray finished the game on Axe, twenty-one kills, eight deaths, twenty-four assists. Uh, Greg had, I think it was thirty-one, forty-three, thirty-one is thousand oh, okay. healing. I thought you meant to this number of assists. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he had 43,000 healing. Um, and Praetor was playing Silencer, so we had global silences because we were oh, up against oh a Dawnbreaker God. and a Storm Spirit. We had to catch Can him. Can I say something about Silencer? I've noticed this this week, yeah. especially on AM and Storm Spirit specifically. The, this is a talent, right? The 25 talent, last word mutes. Literally remove it. Please. Please remove it. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, you just die instantly. Against Silencer when he's level 25 now. Even if you have a BKB. Yeah. Okay, whatever, whatever. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> um, yeah, Ray on Axe took 145,000 damage. He received 145,000 damage over the course of this game. And it was just one of those games where, like, every blink call was perfect. Mm. Like, every... There were like five major team fights where Greg's AoE heal from Warlock like kept people barely alive, and they like got out and came back in and got a kill. Um, yeah, the global silences, even like Ogre Magi would like walk around a corner and get like a perfect stun off on someone, and it would like quad stun them. Um, and it was just one of those games where like every like we were losing, we were losing, and then like everything started going right. And we came back, and oh, it was just glorious. It was like, it was one of those games, like, at the end, you just, like, this is why I played Were there that. no good neutrals in the game? I noticed you ended the game with a blast rig. Yeah. Um, just stress? No, so I couldn't, so I wouldn't get jumped CK, on. CK, that's the CK defense. I see. CK and Storm, if Storm's close enough, True. Uh, when he zipped. When he zips in, he'll get hit with the blast ring mm. too. All right. That was uh, yeah. That was my only thought. Bad. And and I had a, a double orchid, and so storm comes up at one point, and he's like split pushing and, and taking it away. I'm like, oh, I'll just go kill him. And like I orchid him, and he yules himself, and then I orchid him again because I have two orchids. And then he got a Lincoln sphere, so then he would like zip in. And I'd have to pop the Lincolns with Flux and then Orchid him. And then he'd Yules himself and then I'd have to Orchid him again. <laughs> it was so great. It was just such a fun game. There was just so much going on. And, and I just want to give a shout out to my team for, like, we all just, like, hit all of our stuff uh, at the end. Of Amazing gameplay. Oh, so much fun. It was great. And Arc Warden's such a weird hero, but very fun to play. Mm -hmm. Uh, want to head over to the news? To read the future, I need entries. So the number one bit of news, per perhaps in the world, the not world, just, uh, with not just with respect to Dota, not just with respect to Pro Dota, uh, the WLDL is complete. True. The contenders division, the casual division, ended up 
running into real life and uh, U.S. tax season and enough of the players were unable to schedule games that we had to just kind of call it um, with a couple teams left. It's all good. But the contenders division, uh, the middle division, played their grand finals the other day uh, between the team with your favorite name. Is that right, mm-hmm. Aaron? The Norwegian Italian Coalition. My of boy Yanni brings some EU representation to the We Like Dota League. You love to see it. Love rooting for my boy. Yeah, apparently. I'm seeing him in Stockholm. Oh, nice. Nice. Real life. Yeah. Uh, real life. We like Dota interaction. Yeah, Yanni um, and the rest of his team, they had a stand in. They had Greg. I mean, I think. This is honestly a misstep by the administration. Giving a team Greg as a sub is just not fair, like for the competition. I know. I know. This guy literally undefeated versus DPC Division One teams. You're just throwing at them in this, you know, casual tournament, and you're expecting him to not stomp the shit out of some noobs. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was wild. Greg, I think, stood in for three different casual division teams over the course of the year. They love him. And and won the grand finals of the contenders division. And de- like you said, defeated a Dota Pro Circuit tier one. Uh, he cannot stop adding year. trophies to his trophy rack, dude. We're just gonna have to put rules in about when you yeah, can have no Greg. Greg rule. At least not against me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Perma Sneeze, the uh, the caster, one of our one of our two casters, Juvu, did the the rest of the casting, and Zach helped out too. Perma Sneeze referred to Greg as a master of warlock. I would I would subscribe to this that statement. A, yeah, this guy's a warlock master. He knows. Uh, and then I I told Greg that. Uh, in DMs that he had been referred to as a master by Permisnees. And he said, was that the time during the team fight when for 10 seconds I had my golem selected and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't cast spells? That is a power move. It was. Even doing that, even like playing, he's just playing games with his yep. opponents. He's, he's, isn't even, and they still can't he, beat him. isn't even trying hard. Like in the in the game against the unnamed DPC Division 1 team, where he, like, uh, hit ulti on Earthshaker before blinking in. He's just flexing on them. He doesn't even need to hit his belts. Yeah. You guys can't even beat me if I yeah. do this. <laughs> just, yeah, he's just putting his stuff on cool. He's just putting it on yeah, cooldown. Yeah. He's got his hands off the keyboard. He's clicking around with his oh, golem. Boy. Well, good for him, obviously. And uh, good for Yanni, also. Yeah. Yes, and uh, the WLDL in general. I think it was a very successful season. It mm-hmm. was excellent. Except the... Uh, Sam, did, did you catch any of the uh, Grand Finals, Sam? I did not happen to. Um, I mean, I caught the Grand Finals, obviously, that I paneled with the Contenders Division, but I didn't get to watch right. the... Or, uh, sorry, the competitive, but I didn't get to watch the Contenders. I was busy being hungover. Yeah, it <laughs> turns out if, you're, uh, if your five support in lane is Greg... Uh, you can't lose. No, you. It sets you up for having a very good game. The carry on <laughs> Norwegian Italian Coalition of Dreams uh, was very successful in all those mm. games. Yeah, rip to the. I guess I will have to watch. Rip to the casual division. One day when we're ready, we're gonna make like a big four seven incident recap, and make a cool story out of it. <laughs> okay, we could do a graphic yes. novel. Yes, maybe. 
I think that'd be fun. Um, also, to, to folks who may have played in the Casual Division or been interested in the Casual Division, the Herald Guardian Crusader League is starting Brought up. to you by Yield Raven. Yield truly. Yes, WLD patron. Uh, another listener I've had dinner with in New Jersey, Yield Raven. He uh, runs a league for only Herald Guardian and Crusader players. So if any of you are listening, uh, come into our Discord and, and get some links over to the HGC Discord. He is an incredibly nice and friendly person. And the league is a lot of fun. Yes, great glowing reviews, I would say, last year. Yeah, and Greg uh, may participate. Uh, so you may have a chance to play with or against uh, multi-tier champion, mm -hmm. Greg. International Dota 2 sensation, Greg. Yeah. Turning to uh, a less prestigious Dota uh, league, the professional circuit uh they have been playing a lot in north america you know we had always considered it a three-team league essentially with quincy eg and uh, now team solo mid used to be team undying uh eg just like destroyed quincy yesterday in like two like 25 minute games that were like 30 to 5 so are they are they not um, so, trash now, or what's the what's the consensus here? I don't. Know. I mean, maybe Quincy's trash. I don't know. Maybe there's only two good teams. <laughs> uh, Eg played solo mid this week, um, so that should be pretty good. Um, it's hard to say whether Eg are good or, or Quincy are bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Quincy are just bad, like this. Or, like just disbanded. <laughs> you think they disbanded? Um, I don't think they. Maybe they. Okay, think, so I don't know. Like they have, he, there's an they have Kezu with... on their team, which does favor the disband theory. I'll say that much. <laughs> okay, I guess I don't know uh, Kezu's reputation. No, no, no. He's. I know there's an interview. I, with... It's not him like being toxic and people, uh, you know, not wanting to play with him. I think it's just rough luck. It's like a curse. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I know there was an interview with Yuarl uh, somewhat recently where he was like, oh, I didn't know if I wanted to come back, but I think we could be really good. Mm. And like, I feel like once you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to play. Don't have the fire anymore. You're kind of already yeah. not. Well, yeah. I mean, like, to I, could, I could see the one of the supports and maybe Yuarl stepping down or being cast out potentially if this season goes... Like continues to go poorly, but I, I don't think that Quincy Crew is in like disband territory, being the third best team in North America. Like, there's still yeah. a lot of room for growth mm. there. I would say uh, this. It may just also, you know, it's a bit weird coming from me, right? But it may also just eg like being good, right? They're like always a team <laughs> that was could be like very good on paper, but then very underwhelming in practice. So. You know, they still have the raw talent. <laughs> I mean, maybe now they're like actually more uh, cohesive units and can play off their great individual talent. Yeah. Yeah, they've always underperformed, finishing like second at every major. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, though. Um, especially since when they got crit, it was, or not crit, uh, Jerax. It yeah. was like, how Rough is this going to gonna work? Maybe it's working. Um, I think that the, uh, I saw an interview with Arteezy that said that he, he thought that the first 
go with this like Jerax Nightfall edition was just like kind of sloppy and uh, unpracticed from them, and that they felt like much more confident coming into this season, and that they expected mm. they expected to like dominate mm. basically. Working so far, um, I think maybe it was after the Quincy Crew series, but I think that they 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 seem way more cohesive and together as a team, and it looks like the Nightfall like switch might yeah. work out. Jerax, I'm not I'm not entirely convinced of long term, but. I think this nightfall pickup is. I'm still a. My, I still heavily favor TSM, dude. How can you not root for the team with Dubu on it? Oh, I mean, I like TSM better, but I'm saying, like, I would like to see uh, TSM beat EG next week, and then Quincy Crew beat oh, TSM the week after, and then it would be a five-one <laughs> split between the top three teams, and they'd have to go to tiebreakers. Cool. Jim, I know you are a Dubu yeah. enjoyer as well. If if TSM oh, yeah, and I... EG play each other, because I know you're a hardcore EG uh, fan fanboy, if TSM and EG yeah. play each other, who are you rooting for? They will. That's the next game oh, on the what? schedule for them. Uh, yeah, I think I'll because they they did at the end of that like weird quasi tournament um, last season. I think I'd root for EG, but I'd be happy if TSM right. won. Because like Undyne beat EG last time in like five games or whatever it was, it was yeah. a great series. And I was like, okay, like my favorite team didn't win, but I'm okay with diplomatic this. answer. It's not like secret winning. <laughs> Speaking of secret, <laughs> good, good transition, Jim. There's some, uh, thank you, some spice in the EU DPC, I will say. So, what's been happening most of the time? Uh, Viking.gg slash now Gaming Gladiators being the big exception to that. The it was kind of a shuffle, right? Mostly the two exact same teams coming up from Division 2 to 1 in a given season would be the one being relegated. Um, but last season, it was already kind of close for some, you know, like high uh, high, high popularity teams. And this season, it might actually look like uh, there's some, you know, Alliance obviously last season was already kind of a big deal, right? They went from winning one season to getting yeah. relegated the next. Here we have currently uh, Team Secret and Nigma Galaxy both uh, in the relegation slots. Uh, there's still one oh. and a half weeks to be played, obviously, but Team Nigma, I think, I think mathematically, there's like no hope for them. They're zero and five right now. And the next worst team, which is Team Secret, who also at the relegation slot, <laughs> are two and three, right? So Team Nygma, they're like toast. Actually, they can still like maybe force a tiebreaker with some teams. Maybe, but Yeah, they, they they need help, yeah, but mostly they're, mostly yeah. they're toast, which obviously you know I'm a bit sad about. Uh Team Secret also though, they're not looking great. They're playing entity, which judging by them getting 2-1 by brain um, that's not like a lock-in for them and then they're playing Nigma Galaxy which is probably an easy game uh, at this point well <laughs> the Nigma Galaxy series comes first which is which is like an interesting situation I guess for for Kuroki and puppy because if Kuro and Nigma Galaxy end up taking that game it all but secures secret team secret falling in the bottom two i mean they, they then they have to be yeah entity. yeah like, there's no question um it's like 
yeah i think that that's a that's kind of a scary proposal is that you could have two of like the best captains potentially in all of dota history going down to division yeah. I mean, two Western gaming... Europe. it feels like uh eastern europe like a year or two ago when all of the like washed up uh bums of, of yesterday year ended up in d2 yeah gaming the south like who the matchups are against i think secret is probably gonna stay in division one because they're playing... Yeah, prob- Entity will probably be the one. Yeah, well, I, I think, think it's going to be Entity yeah. or Tundra. But Nigma Galaxy, they're toast, dude. They're, they're gone. Um, so, that's, you know, that's been a notion that's been flying around. That Kuro, he's like, with Puppy, he's the... They're like the two old EU captains who are still in it, right? Most of the other ones have retired at mm. this point, notably. notably. Um, that's... There's been talks of these by these two just you know getting tired from grinding and uh, losing their losing their footing in the professional scene. Yeah, I could see one of them getting out of the game in the next. So year who do you two. think that is? Do you think it's Puppy or do you think it's it's Kuro? I think it's Kuro because yeah, Puppy still has Ti to play for. Kuro doesn't. Yeah, I mean, in in his situation, and, and right? Kuro looks very far away from Ti, right? Like, yeah, you'd have to change everything around him because it's pretty clear at this point that like the core four of MC Kuroki GH Miracle is like not a, a, a dominating recipe, and it's not enough to win Ti yeah, for sure. Yeah, I do, I do definitely agree with that. It's uh... so he has to go back to the drawing I mean, board. They still get to, like a lot of respect, right? And I've heard people saying that it's like, oh, because they're not playing at LAN and they don't feel the hype, which I do kind of emphasize, emphasize with, right? If you've won a TI, like playing a random online league, um, even if it qualifies you for TI, uh, it's hard to give it your all. But I do imagine that these guys are feeling the, the wear and tear of the Dota pro player lifestyle, which is insane, right? How much Dota they have to play to stay competitive still, even at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they won literally one game this tour yeah. and just barely uh, missed relegation mm-hmm. last season. So mm. it's it's definitely a rough. I mean, uh, it's I think you know OG did this successfully. Like at some point, you just gotta call it right and maybe bring in a new roster of new young young players. Like. All the teams yeah, that are dominating right now, which I, I would say the teams that are dominating right now are Gladiators, Tundra, and OG. They're like all very like decently new teams. And they're creative with yeah. how they're leaning and like using their players mm-hmm. and their talent. Well, yeah. sucks for my boy Kuro, but you know, he can, yeah. can he dry his tears with the giant, you know, with like the big amount of dollar bills that he's getting from being a co-owner of Enigma Galaxy. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the the reason he hasn't folded oh, anything yeah. yet, right? Because he has and, like, financial investments I mean, in I in get it, right? Because uh, at the start, you probably still want to carry the orc with your star power. But at this point, Enigma Galaxy, they're doing... Uh, great no i mean not great but they're like competitive in a lot of other disciplines so it's not like uh it won't ruin the orc to to lose your 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 you know headline team and get new dollar players in yeah no yeah i mean sure. it's just and it's just the the players i mean they're probably not gonna leave dota yeah you know? yeah 
You just curl retires. I don't know. You think Miracle continues to play? Might. Uh, I, I I hear people saying that GH is like still insanely good. Would be yeah. cool to like see their players on another team because they've been like uh, they've been the exception and that they've you know they've been staying together for a long time. Yeah, I mean yeah. years, right? Years and years, which is cool. But sometimes yeah. it just sometimes the team just like runs its course. And yeah, it's done. not even. And it's not anyone's fault, but you know, just gotta know when to quit it. Just gotta gotta it quit up. while you're ahead, and you're not ahead at this point. Yeah, they're definitely not ahead. All right, uh, noobs, ask noobs. Yes, yeah, sounds good. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war! All right, the first question is from Mighty Cow. He says he's seen Coddle and Earth Spirit mid and Abaddon carry recently. Who are your favorite unconventional cores this patch, and what items do you build to make them work? Unconventional cores. Is this a hero that not that's not normally a core? Or would AM mid fall in this definition? Because he's a unconventional mid at least, but not unconventional to be played as a core. I think it could fit. Right, I'll say AM mid then. I that's my that's my answer. I love playing AM mid right now. Alright. Sam, do you have any? I know you don't like to play core much, but mm, unconventional cores. Um it's not, there's nothing that's like really coming to mind. Uh I like Yeah, I there's I have not seen like a ton of like core changeups, I would say, on this patch. Mm. Like it feels like most heroes are flexing into support, if anything. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess I appreciate like a core shadow demon or core Rubik. Like I like int cores that can become a three or a two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rubik sounds like a lot of fun. I've seen the Shadow Demon, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I like. I recently played a uh, Spirit Breaker 1. Oh, that's very fun. Yeah. I would say that's probably my favorite unconventional. It's still like... I mean, he's still kind of played as a 3 sometimes, so it's not like he's not a core. But uh, I went, you know, the regular stuff. Uh, Midas, Ags, Kaya and Yasha, then I'm, uh, Shadowblade. I'm a secret fan of Marana Core as well. Really? Like, as long as you like already have everything your team really needs and you just need to be like a relatively flexible mobile core in the fights. Yeah, it's yeah, cute, honestly. Great. I don't hate it either. She has a good stat gain also. And you know, her, her shot is yeah. still in the game. Well, it's sort of. Oh, they changed yeah, well, it, they but... changed it. Oops. Yeah, but it gives you uh, four charges, yeah. so you can yeah. utilize that yeah, attack, the speed attack speed. Oh, yeah, and a 30% movement speed. Or movement speed slow. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's still fine. I don't know. I like it. I'll do it sometimes if I, if I feel like it. Nice. Yeah, I think it's a good one. 
Uh, Rex Cow asks or notes that he just realized that Simply Two Based is the rare team that has an adverb in the title. How would you ruin slash enhance a sports or esports org, presumably their name, by adding an adverb? Hmm. I have to think about this one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm Googling adverb right now. Bear with me. Okay. Uh, simple, it's a, a word that modifies a verb. So simply is the adverb. And what's the verb that it's modifying? Like, uh, well, the verb that it's modifying is to I be. Okay. <laughs> but it's like not in the the actual phrase. I'm trying to think of like a specific uh, way to like ruin these team names, but <laughs> yeah. but like the the best one I can just come up with is just like there are a lot of adverbs that just sound like really uh, kind of like borderline vulgar in a way. So okay. I'm just thinking of like like vigorously, like if you just put vigorously at the title the start of your name, like I I can't imagine most of these teams sound not creepy and like they're hanging out in parks with big jackets. Um, How about <laughs> like vigorously felt? That's pretty. That's vigorously felt. Oh, felt is so good. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to be near that team. <laughs> oh, you could do oh. so many on felt. Uh, Surreptitiously felt. I have team not so secret. Yeah, team. Yeah, team not not so secret. I like that. I think okay. it's a good way to do it. Team originally OG. Uh, Game and Gladiators Gladly? Eh. Like maybe a comma in there? Eh. Did you just do something silly, I feel like? Yeah. 3G. They'd be 3G. 3G. <laughs> Team Solidly Liquid? Oh, I like that one, actually. <laughs> that's just, that's I was like thinking 41. on Team Liquid something like Viscous, but that's not really the part of the question, so... Yeah. Good question. Uh, felt <laughs> felt is definitely the best. I think you hit. I think you found it there, uh, Sam. So following up on on a lot of simply two based discussion uh, here. That Charlie asks, "What does simply two based even mean?" Asking for a friend who is also in his forties. It just means you're simply two based. He's you're, asking about the the term the based. Uh, I yeah, yeah, I understand. Based is like a positive. Yeah, so right? based, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, originally it was like firmly a thing that like people to the right of the ideolo- ideological spectrum would say, right? I, they were like, oh, I hate... It came out of like Northern California rap music, didn't it? So the first time I interacted with the term, it was like something you definitely said if you're like a right winger, like, oh... I hate minorities, based, bro. You know, something like that. But I feel like these days it's been co-opted to just mean, you know, something positive in almost any context. Okay. I think I had heard it came out of, like, uh, California rap music, like the odd future people, like Tyler, the creator. Interesting. Wasn't he? I feel... Isn't there a the beast god? Is that person? There, there is Lil B the base god. Lil B the base god. Is he in Odd Future? Or no. 
No, he's not. But okay. I, 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 it's it's been a term for longer. But I think that more importantly, it's just a very internet yeah. gamer, uh, gamer term, borderline four chan-y term. But uh, it also the name came from I think Mason originally, or at least Mason was originally. That's the bald right? guy, right? The two base. Yeah, it was yeah. recording. Like because I had their uh, supporter pack because they had monkeys laugh. Yeah, um, also two base, my friend. Yeah, that is like a recording of Mason saying that. In my pubs, I don't know if any vo- any mo- Mason any Mason voice line is an instant mute, especially the one with the high pitched yeah. voice. Yeah, the I don't even know. It's the based uh. pigs. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get simply two based voice pack again because they didn't include monkeys oh. laugh. Uh, four zoomers picked up monkeys laugh. And I'll point out that Four Zoomers is uh, very likely to be in Division 1 next year, and Simply Two Base hmm. is not. Coincidence? So. Interesting. And hopefully, I haven't really followed any Division 2 much. Monkeys himself is on Arkosh. Perhaps they will get promoted, and Simply Two Base will get relegated. Extremely unlikely. I almost uh, mathematical <laughs> uh, assurance, actually, at this point. Yeah, they'd, they'd have to, like, Arkash have to win out, and, like, Felt and Mystery Machine would have to lose a bunch, right? Yeah, but low-key, low I could see uh, the Mystery Machine, like, dropping Tiv or something to pick up uh, Monkeys. Like, if Monkeys well, wanted to leave Arkash. As long as someone maintains the ability to purchase the Monkeys Left all chat voice, that's, that's what's really important. That is a good point. But no, five rat, four staff taking the NADP, uh, NA Division Two by storm. Yeah, do you know those guys? I know you know a bunch of the people in that. Uh, I don't think I know anybody from five rat, four staff. Well, I used to, I used to know their the carry player they had, um, uh. Italiano, but they, he got replaced for the oh, yeah, Italiano Gangstar. Yeah. So now I think it's uh, DNM. Who's oh, that's the the yeah. match fixing. I mean, the non match fixing kid. I remember him. So DNM. All right, isn't like almost everyone not? A yes, yes, yes. Okay. But he was playing with a team where, where oh. like I think three or two of his teammates were blatantly match fixing, but he was playing two <laughs> right. warlords so well that uh, they like they still didn't lose. So at some point, two of his teammates <laughs> disconnected. Um, so they he started microing their heroes as well as playing his own heroes and he won the game like 3v 3v5 and then that like exposed the match fixing and it was a big drama i remember that yeah dnm okay. was also the the guy that uh <laughs> that smurf who was on the hgc team told me he knew oh. and was like yeah we should be cool i was no. like no never did he play in HGC DNM? <laughs> no, this this guy who was smurfing said that he was friends with DNM. Ah, okay. And I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> I could give you a lot of pull with that Yield Raven. Yeah. Does he know Greg? That's the question. That's 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 the real person to know. Yeah. HGC. Und- undefeated. Uh, last question. No, we have two questions. One, Rex Cow, can we form a pro team? Simply, we like Dota. Yes, but we get fifty percent of the profits. Yeah, that's no. the issue. Okay, no. All right. 
Uh, I will wait to hear from the other admins. Mm. Uh, so no resolution Very for your question, Rex. That's very smart, actually. I'm only going to pick after one side has already won. Yanni asks, what are your top five favorite ag shards? So let's just like talk about our favorite ag shards. You don't have yeah. to get I'm not smart enough to think of five. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start. Okay. Rubik. Uh, because it allows you to grief uh, your teammates like few other ag shards. I think I like the witch doctor shard a lot. Like I think as like a design, that's a great one. Like well, it gives you something you didn't have before. It like allows you like some more damage. It's it's like a great all around shard. Love that. I see. I call. love patch shard. Patch shard is very cute. Disgusting. Ah, it's so good, dude. Uh, it's too maybe. good. Maybe I like the new Lena shard. That one's pretty cool. The spell amp you can get like. Uh, a lot of more spell damage. Uh, you like seventy yeah. spell damage, right? Wait, no, it doesn't. It's not spell amp. Think... Oh, it's not spell amp. It just adds oh. direct damage to your spells. I I read this wrong earlier, and I think that it's pretty dog shit now that I read it. You don't think seventy <laughs> damage on every spell for free is good? You have to have seven yeah, stacks. That's like very before you hit it. I'm pretty sure. Get. It is relatively easy, but they changed it. I just played a game of this hero. It was pretty fun. Um, but I considered buying this because I thought it said 10 more damage. like right. Yeah, yeah. Damage. I thought this as well when ah. I was playing Midlina the other day. I was like, 70 damage? Give me 70 damage, baby. Because that you know you want to right-click after yeah, you use yeah. your spells. But this right. is a little bit weird where you need to get the stacks up and then you get damage. And even if you do, like assuming you had 7 stacks, ran in there and used all 3 spells on somebody, it's 210 damage extra. Which is like not that great compared to like other shards that give you an, another spell and 200 mm. damage on that spell you know but that's okay, so something else. i think my personal favorite shot i like i don't play heroes like maybe that's just coincidence but most of the heroes i play a lot they don't have like transformative shots most of them are optional however yeah kanka mm. shot very cool almost bought in every game i would say leshrak shard yeah like the most yeah. fun Slash Didn't anti that. shard. That's in the like game. the best shard out of heroes that I play. Yeah, I wanted to say Leshrac shard too. I think it's really cool. Like it, it adds Siege. something neat. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to trying to think. Oh, Centaur's shard is like really well designed. I think. Like yeah. That's a, that's some a like scaling. Shard. Like for the hero. Yeah. yeah. Strength scaling, a slow. Like you, you're just you, you know more self buffs to like prevent the damage from double edge from you carrying um hey have you guys heard about um tiny's shard <laughs> don't oh, don't boy. mention it <laughs> it's the worst shard I, in the game because it I bet, makes this hero op i feel like it might be pretty good maybe they give like we should just improved battle Jim, theory that costs no slots how about we just cost. leave tiny in the state as ice frog likes to do for like uh one year to gather more data on if he's OP or not. One year. So just <laughs> until the next yeah. patch. One year. We we neglected to mention the best shard in the game, which is Beastmasters. Oh, you, like, the dive the, ball. The dive ball. That's cool. And, <laughs> and you can cast. By the way, I, I don't know if you know this, but you could cast it on an enemy, like just straight up, Ooh. and the hawk will fly to them and stun them. 
Oh, like, so if, even if you don't have a hawk out, you could just cast call, like, dive bomb, and it will summon a hawk and send it to the- What? Yeah. Like, like oh. you can use, instead of, instead of, like, directing the, the hawk, right, like, and having to micro it the whole time, you can literally just click on the person when you summon it, and it will just go to them. Damn. It will Whoa. follow them and bomb them. So, like, if you have, like, your blink already, it's, like, very easy, because you just wait for the hawk to go, and then you jump in after <laughs> Oh my god. That's really good. A warlock shard is crazy. No one yeah. uh that like single handedly wins games. It's just you just you're just walking around casting Shadow Word all games and so no one ever does it. But if you can get over that point <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, Huskar Shard is also r- ridiculous. Like yeah. truly just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can cast it. It's an AOE disarmed that you can cast in Chronosphere. Yeah, literally disabled. Yeah. And you take away their. No, heal? you heal. No, you heal yourself. Eye. Like no. it used to be, just like oh, oh you yeah, can do right. this while stunned, which was already kind of busted in concept on Haskar, right? But now it's like oh, you can do this while stunned, and you also do movement speed slow, and every damage that you do, fifty percent of that, you heal yourself with it. Very good shot. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh, there's one more I want to to point out. Oh yeah, like in the in the vein of of boring heroes, uh, and with boring shards, but I think are cool and good. Viper's shard, mm. because you can reduce the armor of buildings with it. Uh, it, it's like surprising how quickly you your team just like tears through buildings mm. if you have viper shard. And it reduces armor and increases the max stacks to a ridiculous place. Yeah. So. Oh, you know what other shard I really like? I think is cool. Shadow Fiend shard. Ooh, yeah, that can be really annoying to play against with like the mini fear on it now. Yeah, and I just like the idea of like it like takes the necro mastery that he already has and like adds yeah. other levels like, to it. It's not a thing you that you mean? gather. It's like the thing that you you know have to manage and spend now. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like, it's some it's depth neat. to the like most bold, you know, lamest hero in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for me. Yeah, those nice. are Fuck shards. Shadows, there you go, Why Yanni. You go play this. Hero? Ah, sorry. Like, oh, <laughs> the most bullshit <laughs> laner in the game, and then people think they're good. Well, you know, they like. Oh, oh God! The logic of this year, right? I like get to time. The logic of this hero is it's almost impossible to lane against unless your enemy opponent has like 2k MMO on you. And then with that, if you time the easiest Yules combo in the game, you get to like insta-kill most heroes. Alright, whatever, sorry. Hate Shadowfiend players. (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody hates Shadowfiend players. Even Shadowfiend players. Except Shadowfiend players. They hate themselves, dude. True. And they're playing Shadowfiend. Yeah. Alright. There you go. 383 in the books. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, head on over to welikedota.com uh, Join our Discord. Play some games. Uh, find the link to the Herald Guardian Crusader League, which is starting up soon. Uh, it's a lot of fun if, if you happen to be uh, more modestly MMR'd uh, like me. So no shade. 
Um, are you guys going to be coaching? Nobody has. Nobody's Sammy asking yet if I'm going to coach them. Yeah, I think I'll be coaching. I'm not like 100% locked in, but I think yeah. I will have the time to do it. Nice. Nice. Uh, you guys have any other mm. shoutouts? No. Shout out to Undercooked really. Chicken. Uh, uh, no. No. Not I'm at all. Thank you for recording. Goodbye. Bye bye. Screw that. One, cook your chicken to 165 degrees Fahrenheit, everyone. Good night. <laughs>